0: Red flags with Spinster's host, Haley O'Shaughnessy, on the podcast and quick takes from around the NBA as we are a quarter of the way through it. This is Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm J.P. Chunga. You're listening to it on the Utah Jazz Podcast Network, presented by First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz NMLS 3112, equal housing lender. Haley O'Shaughnessy talking red flags on the Western contenders. And we only did the first four, according to Vegas, so one team does not look like the other when we talk about them. Yes, it is the Lakers. But contenders, that's the neighborhood the Jazz are in, so we're picking nits, nitpicking red flags for all those teams who are at the top of the Western Conference that the Jazz will be contending with. You'll want to stick around for that because Haley O'Shaughnessy a, Spencers is a phenomenal podcast. If you've checked anything on Twitter this week, you know about everybody's Spotify wrapped. Yeah, as an Apple music person, I don't empathize. I have the inferior product that doesn't market itself that way. I just go with the behemoth that is Apple. Haley's podcast was one of the 2021 Spotify wrapped best new podcasts available. And so this is a good time to talk to her. Congratulations for that. I described it with her like this. It's more of a feed because they have different versions of the same podcast. You're not going to get the same podcast every time. It's takes, it's reporting, it's storytelling. It's a a bunch of different things. An exciting project for her as she goes over from the ringer and continues to do stellar work. Listen to that podcast, Spinsters. It has the round ball roundup stamp of approval. Okay, quick takes off the top because the Jazz take on the Celtics and then – The Cavs on Sunday. Excited to see Evan Mobley for everybody who hasn't checked him out. I caught him at USC last year, and as somebody that follows the draft, likes watching Pac-12 basketball, you knew Mobley was going to have an opportunity to play big NBA minutes because he has skills. He's a big—this game benefits you if you are huge. He is that. He can defend on the wing. He can operate on offense, and he's a modern rim protector against the Heat the other night. He had four blocks or so. I know it's not sexy to say nowadays, hey, catch a Cavs game, but maybe catch a Cavs game. It is a bummer that they lost Sexton, but Darius Garland can get more of the keys to the offense, see how he can do as the lead guard in that backcourt. But they're not a terrible watch. You know, The next couple weeks, as... The season continues in December. It's one of the toughest stretches for this team throughout the year. It's them and the Lakers who have tough, tough games this month. And with the road trip that they have after Boston on Friday, Washington's not a pushover. Minnesota's playing better. It's going to be very competitive this month. And that's why the last two games have to be very encouraging. Friday against the Pelicans, that's not going to do it. And it's why... You're going to hear Haley's nitpick for the Jazz, their red flag. I'll already give it away right now because the other red flags are just as good. She said that the Jazz need to play with more fun. Seems too labored right now. She compared it to the sports movie where it doesn't look like everybody's smiling, where the montage is humming and the practices are going so swell. There's a burden. There's pressure. And yeah, it can sound hokey to have the point, hey, they need to have more fun. But they kind of do. I really like that as a nitpick for this team. They do need to have more fun. Jordan Clarkson said it after the win against the Pelicans on Saturday.
1: Shoot, when we lose, it it sucks. (laughs) Because, you know, we all really care, and we care about each other and uh, everything. So it really sucks uh, when we lose. But tonight, uh, you know, it felt good. Everybody was you know flowing and you
0: know when you win by that much you know it definitely feels great are they getting the same fulfillment as you need from those wins more than the hate that you have for yourself when you lose these might be big existential questions about life about trying to find fulfillment but ultimately they do need to find their way into having fun enjoying the regular season The way I see it is that that can come in the personal challenges that you have day-to-day of who's going to take on more responsibility if Royce O'Neal is out. Joe Engel's comes to the starting lineup, and he lights it up, and he has a stellar performance against Portland. He even gets matched up at times against Damian Lillard, and he doesn't get burned, Those are big accomplishments. Those are good things that happen during the course of a regular season when it can get monotonous. I don't see this team having that same reaction that Trey Young had where they can't find motivation during the 82 stretch. No, they can. They did it last year. They're trying to do it again this year. They have leadership that expects more. But the fulfillment and the prizes that come might be in different areas. It could be Donovan having a 30-point night and being efficient, or Rudy getting possession, and he can show that Olympic repertoire. They need to have fun with it, because if they're having fun, then fans are having fun as well. I still think it's been an exciting season, and from watching the teams that they play and who they're going to play later on this month, when they play the Warriors, when they play the Clippers, it's always exciting for me. But as I was preparing for tonight's game against the Celtics, watching the Sixers, it looked like 90s basketball and not in a good way. It was without the offense. And could be the refing. A lot of people have speculated on that. Refing has affected everybody. affected Dame. He didn't get to the line on Monday, and he hasn't gotten to the line much this year. That physical brand of basketball, I enjoy it. I think it actually lends well to the Jazz because they don't foul on defense, and so you can get away with more. They show their hands. That's a point of emphasis that Quinn Snyder talks about. And frankly, physical basketball is fun to watch. If you saw our buddy Chris Herring's trailer for his book, Blood in the Garden, how could you not want to go back to that? Got me pumped. I'm not saying every game needs to have Charles Oakley, but physicality is a part of basketball. Sixers Celtics had that, but didn't have the offense. Philly had been playing well, getting wins with Joel Embiid back. But the final possession with Tobias Harris is just dribbling out the ball, can't even get it to their best player. It goes to George Niang in the corner, and he gets it blocked by Robert Williams. No thanks. You can keep that style of basketball. They weren't functioning great, and neither were the Celtics. Boston had a tough night out of Jason Tatum. He did hit shots late. Dennis Schroeder took some of their big shots, but they still need to fix things offensively because that 80 80 points per (laughs) game— Won't do it against these good Western Conference teams. I say that only comparing it to the game of the week that was Suns-Warriors on Tuesday. And you're going to get another chance to watch it tonight. Suns-Warriors was peak, and the Suns did it without Devin Booker in the second half. The Suns are that train that keeps on going. They have a lot of wings that can give Golden State troubles. It's why Steph had the off night. But even in watching Golden State lose, I'm super impressed by that team. Like I said, I think last podcast, a defense can turn it on and be very good under Mike Brown as their defensive coordinator. I don't know if I said this Monday, but I'll say it now. They look like bugs when they're playing offense. Bugs get a bad rap. I know. I know how people speak about them. People don't like bugs. But if you watch the videos of Kylie Brakeman,
1: there's for praying mantis, what's going on, girlfriend? You ate your husband, Rachel. Cancel the rest of my day. A flea just bit the queen's corgi. This is not a drill. Sorry, I'm gonna have to call you back. I'm writing a notes app apology for bed bugs.
0: Kylie Brakeman doing yeoman's work on behalf of bugs. I say they look like bugs on offense because they're always moving, you can tell they get energy by moving. Steph's moving, Steph's setting screens. They never have isolation heavy possessions. They're playing the Warriors' way. They're playing with joy, something that I guess you can make fun of uh, from the rest of the NBA's perspective. But playing with joy means that they look like they're having fun out there. It goes back to Haley's point. Playing like you're having fun. That's what the Warriors look like to me. And even in defeat, I want to see tonight to see how they play when they get another chance at it. And even though they lost Tuesday... I was impressed with the high level of play. That's the neighborhood that the Jazz are playing. They may be a step above right now, obviously via record. Both those teams are. But that's the circuit. It's Suns, it's Warriors, it's Jazz in the contenders tier of the Western Conference, and then everybody else. The everybody else part, that's what's going to be sorted out this regular season. Okay, podcast Also brought to you by... Fanatics. For authentic Utah Jazz player gear, including jerseys, shorts, warm-ups, and more, visit fanatics.com slash jazzgameused. That's fanatics.com slash jazzgameused. You know the drill. Five stars, nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. Coming up in a couple weeks, giveaway time, will be giving up a jersey signed by one of the Jazz's starters to you if you subscribe, if you leave a review. So to the RR heads who don't use the word that cannot be named, you'll be rewarded in a couple weeks. Right now the reward is Haley O'Shaughnessy of Spinsters. Great NBA Twitter personality, great podcaster, and also good at giving life advice. We're picking nits on the Western Conference, the Contenders in the West, via Vegas. I got my odds from Odd Shark. So when we talk about who has the best chance to win the NBA Finals. I got those odds from Oddshark. Entertainment purposes only. And Haley says great things about Donovan Mitchell. She went to Louisville, Louisville Cardinal fan from Kentucky. Please enjoy. Haley O'Shaughnessy of Spencers. Spotify Wrapped, great or good? Because for you, you guys, it's been great.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, just a little to start off with uh, whatever the opposite of a humble brag is. Spinsters, my, my podcast with Jordan Lincoln's got on best new podcast of the year. I um, got that text when I was driving and I religiously tried to not look at my phone, but um, I was at a stoplight and so I. I like peaked and then I just could not stop thinking about it. And um, I stayed at a green light just like staring into this, <laughs> you know, into the future um, for about 10 seconds before I got honked at. Um, my personal Spotify wrapped is a bit embarrassing. I did look my the songs that popped up were like, you? you? Are you, do you ever listen to country music?
0: a little bit from utah so a little bit
1: i myself am not like a huge country fan but yeah like yeah. kentucky utah so i love the song lukenbach texas and that's like one of my most plain <laughs> so i never share these lists you know like on my instagram on it no i can't um i had that i had a lot of thames i love thames um so that's redeeming um and you know an incriminatingly basic amount of, of Drake. So yes, that's what about your what's 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 the most embarrassing thing on your Spotify Wrapped?
0: Well, I'm I'm not a Spotify guy. I'm an Apple Music. Uh, oh, so person.
1: you don't even get to participate?
0: No, I'm I'm in the outside, and it has a little. Uh, these are the songs that you played the most this year, but it's I mean nobody posts it. You know, it's just it's outside of the what everybody's talking about right now.
1: Aesthetically, no one's coming near Spotify um, end of the year stuff. Yeah. And personally, just like completely not biased at all. I think, you know, you should all, if you're listening, probably listen to every podcast on their best of year list and maybe subscribe to all of them that start with S and end in pinsters. (laughs) Well, how
0: has the experiment gone with you? Because this was a new new project for you. Dive into it this year. The show has got a very ambitious outing for it because you do narrative you do storytelling that way as along with having great takes on the Tuesday pod how have you enjoyed this new thing
1: it's been wild um conceptually it's been a gamble for sure I mean like you just explained it's it's a little bit of uh when we were first making it, we were like, man, what if there was like an audio magazine? Um, you know, cause if you're, there's all kinds of different lengths and, um, in depth and, and, uh, content variation in magazines, you know, there's like shorter things that are maybe like one-offs, more like blogs. Um, and then there's longer things which are like features and really blown out and, you know, have obviously taken a lot of time to make and they're not, um, something that you do like off the top of your head or something you're just thinking about one day. And so on Tuesdays, me and my co-host Jordan Liggins, who is very redeeming, um, and my better half. And if you think I'm just the absolute worst on this podcast, you should still listen to Spencer's because she makes up for it times. 10. Um, on Tuesdays, we just talk about the NBA, whatever we've been texting about. Um, and then, well, and WNBA, I should say, and you know whatever comes up. Um, and then on Thursdays, we either do an interview or um, my favorite, we do something that's a bit more like storytelling. And it's either me or Jordan doing the storytelling, um, or it is someone who has... Graciously agreed to do um, a bit of reporting for us. So Thursday, we released an episode um, with my friend NBA Twitter celebrity Jasmine Watkins, um, telling the story—actually, uh, five different stories of uh, women on NBA Twitter and their experiences, which are good and uh, also at, at times quite bad. So that's a little bit of like the more ambitious storytelling stuff we do. It's a—it's a—an uh, interesting concept. I get that, but <laughs> I enjoy it. It's like two it. podcasts.
0: You're listening to yes. two different podcasts in one feed is the way yes. that I, I see it.
1: It's more like a feed than a than a podcast, yes.
0: Yeah, it, that, that is a good explanation of it, a feed.
1: No, I mean, you said it. I was just like, wow, now I finally know how to explain it.
0: No, sometimes I stumble onto brilliance. Um, rarely happens, but sometimes. <laughs> I'm impressed with how it uh, happens to not take a dip when Kristen Ledlow comes on to guest host. She was on our podcast the week before, so it was Great Minds Thinking alike.
1: Yeah, I mean, seriously, I um, I could not find like two seconds to record that week. And I was like, guys, we really need to find someone who can uh, guest host. Like, that'd be amazing, whatever. And it was just like, who can we find? And then Jordan texted me and she was like, hey, I have someone. I was like, that's amazing. Who is it? And she said, when she said Kristen Ludlow, I was just like, this is a joke. Like, you're teasing me. There's no way. And then she did. And then when I listened to it, obviously, it was like 10 times better than anything I could have done. And so this is actually, you're hearing it here first. I've been officially replaced by Kristen Ludlow. Yeah. So um, I'm actually not a co-host of Spencers anymore. Yeah. That's why why I came on this, just to publicly announce it.
0: Freelance contractor, Haley O'Shaughnessy. (laughs) on utahjazz.com well subscribe to spinsters if you're listening to this it's a phenomenal podcast talking about the nba and other things as well let's get into it um donovan mitchell main reason that uh, i wanted to have you on because of your connection to louisville not louisville i appreciate that donovan mitchell what were your expectations watching him at your alma mater to what he's become in the nba
1: he was like a really uniquely exciting Player for us Louisville is um different the program identity is much different than when I um went there I, I mean all the way and before that when I was growing up we kind of held steady you know having Rick Pitino throughout and the identity was very much the underdogs you know whereas Kentucky was so close and they had one one and Duns and like all of this very primed for NBA talent Louisville was a bit like, okay, we got the three-star um, backcourt, and we have the, you know, this guy from New York who no one's heard of, and Russ Smith, and we it was more eclectic, for sure. So when Donovan came in, it was just like, wow, this guy could really be something, which is not – he's definitely not the first, um, you know, player I, I will always, until the end of time, um, represent Francisco Garcia proudly. But – he really was extremely unique in how already polished he looked and how exciting he was. And um, there's just this kind of, like, fire for different parts of the game, like getting to the basket that he had that I just thought was, like, it was just so shiny. You know what I mean? Like, every time you'd watch him, you'd think this is, like, there's no way this is the end. There's no way it ends here. When he was passed up in the draft, I knew that they would regret it. And when I say they, I mean, like, one through five. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no way. However, I'd be lying if I said I knew it would be, I knew he could reach these heights. Like I I absolutely, and and so early on too, um, which I'm sure you guys were so happy with like post Gordon devastation. I mean, he just comes in and is like such a bright light. And I always knew he was going to be much better than people were apparently scouts and teams were expecting, but I did not. I, I honestly did not know it would get to this level and certainly not this fast. How much love
0: does he get from the Louisville faithful for what he's doing in the NBA?
1: Louisville um, is a great sports town. We just are. Like, we have a, an NWSL team here, and I knew right away it would do extremely well despite soccer not being, like, a Kentucky thing, I guess, um, traditionally. Like, we just love latching on to things. And... Um, that extends because we don't have a pro team that definitely extends to players who played at UofL and then have done well in the pros. Like every Louisville fan is a Ravens fan. Even if you are already have another NFL team, you are a Ravens fan now because of Lamar. Like, you know, we're, we're obsessed. We watch every game. I'm a uh, saying it with my aunt and uncle right now. And we do, we watched um, Lamar and we watched Teddy and like, that's who didn't play this week. Um, And that's, you know, our our NFL Sunday, and it very much is the same with the NBA. I watched a depressing amount of Wolves game when Gorgie Jang was uh, drafted there. Like And that was, you know, the 2013 horrible, like, for years. I just – I don't want to know that much about Shabazz Muhammad. Nobody needs to know that much about him. You know what I mean? Like, so for somebody like Donovan who reaches those heights, just absolutely beloved – like forever beloved. And also, and I know that this is something that you are intimately familiar with, like just a great guy. You know, you don't always get that, but he is genuinely just like the nicest guy. He's um, so giving. So, I mean, that always helps. But yeah, he's he's very beloved and always will be.
0: Well, and I like, you know, that he has the giving personality, but also including his family in it his mom and sister are always uh, something that he's going to look out for and of course after Gordon he was the anointed one and and he really took everything after a terrible situation for this franchise
1: There's there is nothing like um a player you can latch onto after devastation there just isn't and you couldn't have latched onto a better player than him
0: Jack Harlow was here when I initially contacted you and he came in a Donovan Mitchell jersey. Does he need to start picking an NBA team now? Because he has connections to Tyler Hero. He has all of the NBA teams that he goes to see after the Jazz.
1: Does he pick an NBA team now? I guess the recipe for success in that um, industry is to just be a fan of whoever's doing well. So that's the Drake recipe. I would, you know, maybe he's doing the right thing by just remaining non-committed
0: fair enough how is he with you rep kentucky how does kentucky rep him
1: i think i don't i mean okay so i haven't obviously now i'm back but i haven't been been here like a ton through the pandemic um so it's hard to take a temperature on something like that being outside i think well like i don't know i mean that's the thing is that with uh it's it's not the biggest state you know we don't have the most celebrities um although i can rattle off a list of people who were born here and who are from here if you'd like um, name them go ahead please i think that the most famous well there's most famous there's whatever but there's uh jennifer lawrence of course yes. george clooney
0: yes oceans mm-hmm. let's
1: go <laughs> i love how you just looked like you had to recall who george clooney was i
0: i don't remember hearing from george clooney in the last year what is he in um
1: he's married now and that's about as much as uh he's married to someone who's far more successful um than him so good yeah
0: he's had enough success
1: he is yes um and he also this, I just feel like it's extremely, it's good and it's humbling for him. I will say I don't, of all the people who need to be humbled, I don't know that he does. I don't know if you've heard this story, but one time he just invited all of his friends over and gave them like briefcases with, I think like a a million dollars in it. Like some, some huge amount. And so, yeah, I would like to be friends.
0: Hollywood friends or was this the childhood group that he I
1: don't know. I think it's just, you know, it's his close friends. So... Um, Donovan, when you decide to do that, just remember that I was very kind um, when I went on a Utah Jazz podcast.
0: (laughs) Now, let me tell you about First Colony Mortgage. They've been serving the lending needs of Utah for more than 35 years. As a mortgage banker, First Colony Mortgage offers advantages over other lenders. Not only do they process mortgages, they also underwrite fund, and close mortgage loans all in-house. Their expert team is ready to help you with your home financing needs. Just check them out at First Colony Mortgage. Uh, Okay, let's pivot back to basketball. Mm -hmm. And and this was uh, one thing that I wanted to do with you uh, because going off of uh, what you guys did on Tuesday with your Ix red flags. Red flags this. for NBA contenders picking nits, nitpicking the top teams according to Vegas, uh, right now in the NBA Western Conference, because that's where the Jazz neighborhood is. Right now, the one with the best odds to win the NBA finals are the Warriors. And this is a good time to talk to them because of that Tuesday game against the Suns and how they looked. What are your red flags? for Golden State this year.
1: This is the thing with the Warriors. That is uh, the direct opposite of the Lakers, who I, I'm guessing we'll talk about in a minute. Um, I did not expect this level from them. I, something I, I told uh, a Warriors fan who's my friend is that you have to recalibrate your expectations from when you were a dynasty, and you have to say, I'm going to have fun being medium good and hopefully just you know ascending to good okay i was wrong like and you, now they have to you know recalibrate again into something they're very familiar with which is like can we win the finals um i guess actually that's new territory because before it was like we're going to win the finals um the red flags for the warriors let's just put clay aside um a potential red flag obviously could be that he doesn't come back and is not immediately clay thompson We don't know anything about that right now. So let's put that aside. I think a red flag for them, for this current team as is, is that perhaps the two people who have outperformed and have made this possible, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, recede. You know, I I don't know. I mean, uh, Draymond Green, like, he's 31. I think I said on Tuesday, I did not know he could be this person again. Um, it seemed like something that was permanent. I just said the word recede a minute ago to make like a, a metaphor. I kind of, you know how you, when your hairline recedes, you don't really ever move forward again. I thought that that was his offense. I thought that that was, a. Uh, I I love how you just took your hat off. So to show that you have a, a perfect hairline.
0: Well, yeah, the <laughs> only thing that I have in my life that I can brag about, that my girlfriend loves. So
1: look, brag about it all you want. Um, so anyway, yes, I think that that is, a. Draymond, you know, maybe not being so much of a threat anymore. They don't even really need him to be a threat on offense. Like he's really been revitalized also in what he can do exactly to the level. He's doing it now on defense. Their defense is just stellar. um, which is huge. If that drops off, that'll also be an issue. But you need him to at least seem like a threat um, on offense. And then uh, same with Wiggins. You know, Wiggins right now as a guy who was very far from being the main guy has had the most success he's had in the league um but all of those little teeny flaws that annoyed Wolves fans are still very much there he still is an inconsistent shooter you know even though now people are like he's having the best season of his career yeah for sure but also like you know because expectations have been like recalibrated but look at his um game log. Like he still is not putting up the most consistent numbers. However, if he starts to completely deteriorate as well, then they're going to have issues. I think that those two are bigger concerns than even, okay, what if Steph, uh, you know, stops having this like amazing season not going to (laughs) happen. It's just not going to happen. The, the less likely of those two things, is not that this, you know, historically probably the best we'll ever see shooter suddenly stops being so good at what he does. So that those are my red flags um are that they are so reliant on uh, Draymond and Andrew Wiggins.
0: My biggest red flag was Wiggins oh, 100% because I saw it in the playing tournament last season him taking shots that ended their year late. When when you're put in a spot where you're relying on Andrew Wiggins to take big shots, that can be very difficult. That being said, the defense has, has to be super scary to look at if you're any other team in the Western Conference, realizing that they have the huge offensive asset in Steph and Draymond's passing this year has been insane out of this world. To your point, I mean, they don't need him to score. They just need him to pass and facilitate and be – Uh, uh, somebody that can get assists for this team to get their offense going. But if I have one red flag, it is that Andrew Wiggins is playing at this high level and and still has those crazy nights where he he takes too many shots and, and the wrong type of shots for their team. That could ultimately be their undoing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even to your point about Draymond in the passing, something that I think people would just ignore about the Warriors um, over the years is, is turnovers. Um, and so if, if yeah. those start to come at a higher rate from Draymond or from Steph, which is also something that's quite ignored is that uh, is his uh, affection for turnovers, um, then yes, then that's another big issue. But for right now, I love how they look. I really do. Yeah. I feel like they're making the most of the what they have. Um which is not like a halfway compliment it's you know they really are making the absolute most
0: i wouldn't have expected this out of jordan Poole, out of juan toscano anderson who the bay loves and who who they should love because of how how well he's played uh in the time that he's given the other thing maybe might be a problem uh how small they are uh compared to the other contenders in the league um deandre ayton was crazy tuesday it opening that first quarter with them Um, If teams go big, and this could be an advantage if they're going against the Jazz, like Rudy, if he takes advantage of of somebody who's small, that could be big and and could be something else that could be a red flag in the playoffs for him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Let's go to the second-best odds in the Western Conference to make the finals for some reason right now on Wednesday when we're recording this. It is the Los Angeles Lakers. There are too many red flags for this. Team.
1: Yeah, honestly, there are too many. I mean, you pick. Like, honestly, age, injuries, um, shooting, depth. But when people say depth with the Lakers, I kind of, like, look at them funny because it's not just the depth. It's not just what comes after your primary players. It is the primary players. Those are also the problem. So um, it's just, you know, full roster is a bit of an issue. Yeah. Um, you're not look unless they become the Frank Vogel defense of yesterday. Year sounds like a lot further away than like last year, but
0: I'm, it was literally last year. Yeah,
1: but then you know, then they, then they really don't even have the anchor that um, the foundation that that kept them alive through uh, the rough nights that they had last year. So yeah, pick your red flag, like you said,
0: uh, Carmelo. Carmelo playing playoff minutes has to be scary for a Los Angeles team uh when you consider two playoffs ago that he was in Donovan put him in ev- every single pick and roll and just went at him and forced him out of the league right after I
1: honestly think they've bigger concerns like if anything's yeah. even no, I remotely don't. Yeah. working for them they've they've uh, moved it out of their mind as like something that's that's not going well
0: plus 800 right now if you want to put a bet on the Los Angeles Lakers to win. I
1: would advise nobody does finals. that.
0: <laughs> Next favorite in the Western Conference, tied with the Phoenix Suns, the Utah Jazz, plus 1300 right now. Red flag for the Utah Jazz looking at them.
1: You say singular. Um I I don't want to be mean. Please. But I have a lot of concerns that are kind of like those uh you know like sports movies concerns where they never really get into like we need a point guard it's more like we don't believe in ourselves that feels like the jazz thing like when you watch them i i'm sure that everyone who's a jazz fan gets gets tired of this thing that's like well they're just not you know they're boring to watch or you know it's like the same old team over again um this is the thing that's behind that. I think that's totally fair because, you know, you're you're watching them and, and you um, like to and they're important to you. This is the other side of that. I genuinely don't think that they are having a good time. The games I've watched this season, they do not look like they're having a good time. That first right. Pelicans game, oh my God. You know what I mean? And I think that's the other thing is that the cohesion seems kind of stripped. Not all the time, but most of the time, and they have. Okay, so you said they're tied with the, the with the Suns. What's interesting is that a big rip, a uh, uh, maybe like a red flag on the Jazz would be is that they don't have that superstar, right? That you need to win uh, the NBA Finals. They don't have that that superstar. Neither do the Suns. Like they have, you know, Devin Booker, but he's not a top five player. He's not a t- you know whatever. N- neither is a uh, Gobert. Neither is Donovan. Um, and so you could kind of compare them and say, well, the suns are doing that's hasn't hurt the suns and, and they're just like completely top to bottom. Very good. Um, but I just don't think that's exactly the same with the jazz. Like the initial thing is the same as they don't have, uh, that one guy, but they're not really as complete everywhere else that I feel the suns are. The suns can shoot. You give it to anyone and they'll set up another person Um, they can really defend, which is not to say that the jazz can't, but um, Rudy Gay can't be your savior. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's that's essentially my red flag. The other thing, and this is Donovan focused, um, is that. Okay, so you know, everyone's like, oh, when when you were in college, you did the group projects like who, which person were you? I was always the person who did it for everyone because I was so scared I would not get a good grade. Like I would do everyone's work. Mm -hmm. I would read what they wrote and I would just like change it. I'd revise it. I'd turn in the paper. I'd present it all like everything. I was a control freak. Donovan is having that same lack of trust, in delegation right now like he is putting a lot of this on himself and he's just not he's not gonna be able to do it all um so yeah i'd say the the biggest red flag for me is that they look defeated and we are a fourth of the way in friday was bad
0: friday was not uh what the jazz wanted at all and and put them in in the sinkhole in terms of how they acted after the game, post-game quotes that they yeah, gave. Yeah, what
1: did – um? How many times do we have to lose in the playoffs before we learn? Isn't that what Rudy said?
0: That is what Rudy said. Yeah. That was more of a him being very frustrated that he's doing all the dirty work, doing all the screens, and he's not getting the touches that end up – Okay, ed- but this, this is on.
1: like, what, the third year that's been a thing? <laughs> they have moments
0: when – I mean, just – even look at Monday's game against the Trailblazers where they are actively putting the first possession in Rudy's hands, and they're saying, okay, you're getting your your early touch. Let's see if you can stay engaged for the rest of the game offensively so that you're good to do everything else for them. It coming down to Rudy taking a lot of blame in the off-seasons when they crash out of the playoffs, seeing how hard Donovan goes in the postseason where he's scoring 40 against... The Clips against Denver, you name it, so far in the last two postseasons. Yeah, the worry and red flag has to be that no postseason success, but I think this team knows that this is a check-in on the playoffs team. The regular season, is it? that was last year, getting the first seed, winning all those games. That didn't end up in postseason success. It's all about refining what they can do in the way that they're trying to accomplish this year, try different things, and try to do it in the playoffs.
1: As a complete outsider, I would say they need to have a little fun. <laughs> Learn to have some fun during the regular season. <laughs> Again, I know that sounds very sports sports movie-ish, but um, I'm not out on them. I'm really not because of the same thing I said with the Suns. You can do it. It's possible. Yeah. Um, especially this year you don't have to get through the lakers you might not have to get through the clippers um so this is the year this is the year to break through and have like you said uh, a buxian run
0: they need to have more fun that is that is some good life advice just in in general and for the team let's look at the suns then Uh, plus 1300 as well what is a red flag for this team and this is being recorded again right after they beat the Warriors. I was searching and searching for a red flag. I was
1: going to say, I can't, off the top of my head, I'm, I was hoping you'd go first. Um, well, you know, what I just said was not the biggest problem in the world for the Jazz. You know, they don't have that top top five star. Um, but then you watch last night and you're like, who cares? You know, you've got Chris Paul doing things at this age. You've got, um, oh, my God. Mikhail, like there's there's so many elements of that team that are just so fun Aiden like it just continues to shock me I was so wrong about him I was so wrong about him um and last year I was just I think something I said last year to Jordan was that I've never been so happy to be wrong about somebody because he is phenomenal so yeah I'm trying to think of a red flag (laughs) do you have one
0: My only red flag would be the same thing, similar, not the same thing, similar to what the Warriors have, which is if Ayton gets in foul trouble, who's their other big? JaVale McGee uh, has uh, as many clips that are funny as anybody else on the. No, he's been good
1: for them. He's been really good for them. But he has been great Yeah.
0: But it's Wiggins ish. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Where you're like, can this person do this? Thank yeah. God this person's here. They're helping us out. But do we want this to be our only... No, 100%. That, that's fair enough. Um, And then, yeah, somebody who looks amazing in, in reserve or non-essential, I guess, reserve minutes or non-essential possessions does not always look amazing when you absolutely need them and there's no one else. That's fair enough. I Let's put that as our red flag for them.
0: I Because they look so awesome. Mikhail Bridges is threatening to become the defensive player of the year um last night he locked up steph on a couple of possessions Ayton got a block before half on steph last night Ugh, they, they look really really good and i did this before the season started trust rankings for the western conference and they were because i was watching too much succession um i trust them the most out of any team in the western conference uh, in the preseason because they brought back uh, so much and Chris Paul heading the way has been phenomenal and he's carried it over to this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to not trust a team who is so dedicated on defense. Um, yeah. and then just lets it all makes it all look so easy on offense. Like they really just do. It looks very cohesive. Um, the shooting is great. Yeah, they they're they're a well-oiled machine.
0: Is there anyone outside of the that group in the Western Conference that you think could jump into the contenders tier and potentially be somebody that does something in the playoffs?
1: A week ago, I would have told you the Nuggets. Um, yeah, and it's a bummer for MPJ. Yeah, that that is disappointing. But this is the other thing: is that after Jamal Murray, um went out. Then they played like really good basketball. So I don't know. Sometimes they just do this thing, but I, I don't think that they'll reach quite those heights. Um I've never been a believer in the Clippers and this is not the day to begin. Um I just think it's a faulty concept. Um but I am happy for for Paul George. Um who's having a better year. But yeah, no actually I don't I don't I honestly outside of Warriors, um Suns, Jazz, and uh, do I want to even put Lakers in there? I don't, but I do. Do they think... deserve
0: to be in this conversation? No,
1: not right now. Absolutely not. But I do think February they'll will we'll really be able to assess them better.
0: If you had to bet on one of these, I give you a hundred dollars. Which sons. one are you going
1: with? Suns, yeah, the Suns. And and maybe I'm a fool for going against Steph Curry, and um, you know, again, like we're seeing this amazing team. They don't even have Clay left, but or Clay returned yet, but. I just, um, recency bias sways me, and I, I'm never afraid to say it sways me, um, because there's a reason that it's happening the most recent <laughs> it's because that's where the team's at. So, yes, I think, uh, I think the Suns. How about you?
0: I would go, Suns is a great value play, um, because of the plus 1300, but I think the Warriors, Warriors are, mm. are pretty awesome. They could have a trade chip out there, maybe. If Kaminga and, and Moody draw something, Kaminga's been awesome defensively for them. They could trade for something later and improve that team even more. And the clay bit, if Clay comes back and he's he's awesome, Warriors could be in the finals.
1: Which there's a like good reason to believe that he will be himself, or at least, yeah. you know, hopefully I mean the, the, the elements of his game are by no means easy to do. But there's a lot of repetition on offense where he's really been able to perfect a handful of things. And so as long as he doesn't have to be the springiest guy in the world, he doesn't have to be, you know, the the most active guy in the world, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully um, everything upper body uh, returns the same and he can just be himself. I feel optimistic about it. Maybe it's just because it's been a long time and I miss him.
0: I enjoy him when he jumps on the, those broadcasts.
1: He's really I, funny.
0: I love China Clay. Clay Clay in general is an awesome NBA personality. Yes, he's great. Haley O'Shaughnessy of Spinsters and also Spotify 21 Wrapped Fame. Thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>